sometimes used felt sheets, according to Calvert, which were embroidered or printed with various labels. The sheets could also be used to wipe up spills or handle condensation. Drinkers sometimes sat their krugs on ceramic coasters as an added line of protection beneath the drink, and in the late 1800s, they began to use cardboard coasters for the same reason. But there were problems with this 19th-century beer equipment. Ceramic coasters were heavy and could break. Fancy Krugs, while beautiful, were expensive. The felt didn't hold up well if it got wet, nor did the cardboard. The pulpboard coasters, or beer deckel as they're known in German, on the other hand, were inexpensive, absorbent, and durable when damp. Although most often seen under a beer, they offered a cheap, disposable solution for both the lid and the coaster. In fact, the word deckel actually means lid in German. What's more, you could print on the pulpboard coaster, which made it perfect for advertising. At the time of Spooth's invention, the Katz Company, which then worked in lumber and paper, was operated by a man named Casimir Otto Katz. He had other business ventures, including a brewery in the city of Metz, France. Sensing an opportunity, Katz began production of his own coasters in 1903 in Weisenbach. In 1909, he went all in on the coaster idea and brought about the first of what would be many Katz-driven improvements to the way coasters are produced. The Weisenbach factory was completely overhauled. Instead of using molds, it punched coasters out of sheets of what they called wet machine board. According to the company's own history, the plant was producing 15,000 coasters a day in 1919. In 1930, the factory upgraded again, and production doubled. Then it halted completely. During World War II, the company seized coaster production. It wouldn't begin exporting again until 1948. In an economy of scale like beer coasters, profit means slinging as many as possible, and throughout the 20th century, the Katz Company reduced competition by buying up smaller regional operations around the world, including several in the United States, which explains its huge market share today. It also continued to invest in its Weizenbach plant in the pursuit of ever more efficient coaster production. Lumber has long served as the industrial backbone of the Black Forest, and today the forests here are heavily managed for logging. Underbrush and smaller trees are routinely cleared out to prevent fire and to allow for larger trees to continue maturing. The lumber used at the factory is made up of these selectively cleared smaller trees, and all come from within 125 miles of Weizenbach. On a normal workday, the noise at the factory can reach 100 decibels, or roughly as loud as a low-flying helicopter. The main noise culprit is a debarker, which sits just inside from the delivery area. The logs are cut into uniform length before they enter the debarker, which is sort of like an enormous washing machine. It tumbles the logs until the bark comes off. They stop it every half hour to take out the sand and dirt that emerges when the logs shed their protective layer. It smells not of machinery, but of a Home Depot garden center. Kurt, the foreman, says the bark is sold for mulch. From there, the logs are loaded onto a conveyor belt, which takes them, eventually, to a grinding machine. The machine is three stories high, but only about 12 feet wide. The logs go in at the top and come out the bottom, pulverized. 
Water is added, and the mixture goes underground into a river of pulp that flows beneath the factory. It's off-white, viscous, and lumpy, like a huge vat of oatmeal. The pulp is then run through something called a Fordrinier machine, which is pretty standard for paper production. In this case, workers pump the pulp onto a flat conveyor belt. It's 89% water, but is soon pressed by heavy rollers and heated, until it's the consistency we are familiar with. During the drying process, the pulp board is glued to thin sheets of white paper on both sides, which are better suited to printing than the coarse pulp mixture that makes up the majority of the board. The glue is a derivative of wheat starch. At capacity, the factory can produce 100 meters of pulp board, about 2 meters wide, per minute. At the end of the Fordrinier machine, the board is cut into square sheets about the size of a science fair backdrop.